Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there is John Fairbanks. How are you doing, John? I'm doing excellent, Tyler. Guys, John is, this is his week here, by the way. If you need to be checking out Swamp Kings on mm-hmm. Netflix, this is the number one show on Netflix right now, by the way. I don't know if you I, noticed that this I, I heard that. John played for those teams, the Florida Gators. as a, And so John's actually releasing another podcast that's going to come out. It's going to start out as a companion piece for this thing. So you guys need to check that out. Uh, follow John at, John, what's your Instagram? jbanksfl follow john on instagram for updates and i'll share them as well on my instagram at tyler f and stone but uh he's going to be rolling out some companion episodes when you watch the all of the debauchery of episode one episode two three four episodes on the uh swamp I think kings so. four yeah, I think it's four. and so you'll have kind of a, a precursor and then you're going to have a uh after episode one episode where john goes all right at this thing here this is what was going on he'll have kind of branch off stories some behind the scenes stuff it's gonna fucking it rules so i took, I took a bunch of i took a bunch of notes last night on 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 two of those first episodes and i was like oh man i have a lot yeah. of i have a lot of notes yeah and it'll be fun because i'll be with somebody that i also played with correct so, so i'll have another guy on there with me and uh, yeah so we're stoked for this this is a fun little like fun side project and i'll tell you one of my favorite pieces of content i've said this before i've been podcasting for a lot of years one of my favorite pieces of podcast content was the um remember the chernobyl series on hbo totally and that was like four or five episodes on hbo and they released like hbo did it which is my least favorite kind of podcast is when like they're like Hillary Clinton has one. And you're like, great. Fucking who the fuck? Just put it on NBC. Nobody gives a shit yeah. in the podcast world. But when HBO made these, they they did like a companion episode and for the the series, and it covered some of the history of what co- was going on in that episode. Also, some of the behind the scenes from the. It's like uh, you kind of mentioned. It's like bonus features on a DVD, except yeah. a little better, more conversational, and not running along with the show. It's just, yeah. hey, you saw this. Let's go in. Oh, this actor was great. And in the real story, here's what happened. And and so it became yeah. it was a really cool piece of content that made that show even better for me. So um, John, the show the show is called Walk On Podcast. Walk on podcast, yeah. And so make sure you check that out. And we will uh but follow John at JBanksFL on Instagram for updates. That's gonna be pretty cool. Guys, we're gonna get into gym ownership stuff we've covered a lot of specifics this last uh, couple weeks in what's going on in the industry as a whole some crossfit games wrap up some affiliate franchise stuff uh last week and so this week we want to talk about some kind of some larger concepts that we see um some overarching concepts i guess that we that we see a lot in the fitness industry and i always figure the things that i can relate to coaching an individual um in fitness and health whatever that is I can usually draw quite a bit of parallels to coaching and operating and improving a business. The the principles of kind of improving a system involving a human at all, whether it's them themselves or, you know, the business that involves a bunch of humans. I just see so many parallels that it's tough to tough to avoid. And so one of the things that we see most common in the fitness industry when you're a professional, what are people trying to sell you? What is the service they're trying to sell you? Leads. Want to get people through your door, new yeah. members, new members. And John and I have rallied against that concept, like as a be all end all, but you do need obviously new members. That's a fucking goal. Growth requires new people, but it also can just require improvements in efficiencies, improvements in how you sell, improvements in your product placement, stacking your offers, giving people opportunities to spend more money with you. There's there's a lot of ways to improve your outcomes, your to grow revenue wise without having to simply service 
a bunch more people and, and serving a bunch more people may be, it may give you an opportunity to make more money while not fixing the other things that need to be fixed. And, and that's the thing, John, that's where John and I start to kind of put our foot down where it's like, no, 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 you still need to be good at this and you still need to be helping people or you are on borrowed time. Yeah. And what we really rail against is the idea of like leads, leads, leads. How many members do you have in your gym? You know, we've called that out so specifically, but it's, it's really probably if we were being more specific, it's we hate the idea that what we always say is you need more money. You don't need more members. And what we mean by that, if we drill into that, it's yeah, you could get more money by getting more members, but there's so many other revenue stream opportunities that exist. Yeah. And oftentimes putting more on top of something like it, we all like we all lift weights. If you listen to this, you lift weights. And the reality is it's the equivalent of like, I'm going to get better at squat by just adding more weight to my squat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you could, you could get better and you just keep lifting heavier and heavier and heavier, but you also could like break your shit. Yeah. And at some point you will. So it's not even like it's, it's not maybe you will have it. And so that's where, oh, for us, what's always the danger where it's just it's like, no, just fucking pour it all in. Just get yeah. as many people as humanly possible. And those, there's what happens, and this is, and it's fine, by the way, if you're a gym owner and you recognize like, I need to get more leads, I'm not getting more leads. That's, get it. But if there's one thing that's broken, very often there's more. And that's the thing that we start to notice. And so the, we get, we boil down to this principle here that John and I have kind of defined is the, the, the ecosystem principle and in coaching people for weight loss and coaching health and also in coaching business, you have to understand that progress and growth requires an ecosystem that is able to an environment essentially that is able to facilitate that growth. It is not one variable. It just is not, it's not one, it's not two, it's not five. Uh, a status of health is a, it is a, it is a status that involves the entire environment around you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very rare to find a healthy person who is is happy and is lean, who eats shitty, who is around shitty people, is in a bad mood, has an extremely stressful job, doesn't exercise, and is miserable and unappreciated and all those things. Like, and if you were you were to tell that person that they need to be eating brown rice versus white rice, Dude, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And, and I see that's, that's kind of how I relate this conversation to business. But when I'm coaching people, you know, for health, that's, this is what everybody's, your inclination as a business owner is what's the one thing I got to do to make my things better. Right. And as a human, this is what people do as well. I get people coming to me all the time. Hey, what do you think about this brand of supplements? I was like, and I'm at the point now where when someone asks me about this supplement or, or this brand or this type of food, I'm a, bit of a dick about it now because I can't pretend to even be interested in any singular aspect of it at all. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this protein? I said, well, I don't fucking know. Like, what are you not eating? You're not eating meat. Why, why are you eating protein? Why are you what? Like, and I, when I get asked about brands, I'll have clients at the MMA gym very often say, oh, what do you think about this brand of fucking, what was the stuff, John? Fucking uh, the bone broth. Oh, stuff, you know, it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. bone broth, collagen type, whatever. And I was like, I'm sure there's all sorts of science, but I'm also sure that you don't eat good. You don't exercise outside of this little bit of thing that you do here. And I don't think simply introducing bone broth collagen powder that tastes mm -hmm. like just chicken fucking dust. 
I just don't, I just don't think that that is going to be that in fact impactful to you. That doesn't mean it's bad. And if you want to roll with it, go for it. But I, I can't pretend to give a shit about that one thing. And that's kind of how I feel when gym owners come up to talk to me about their software or their CRM or what, whatever it is that they're trying to push forward at the moment. And I just don't give a shit at all. It's just like, what are you really doing? You're tripping over dollars to pick up dimes, right? Like it's like there are mo- there are major pillar aspects of your business, and this is what you, we're talking about, right? Is this idea of what makes your ecosystem major sections, and then there's little things. Like if we were like scaling up a pyramid, right? Like it's like there's foundational pieces that need to be working well, yeah. but man, they're not sexy, they're not fun, they're fucking boring, <laughs> they're repetitive. It's like it's if Tyler, if you and I dedicated the entire podcast to like the core only foundational principles and we didn't like throw shade at crossfit or fucking stupid things every once in a while it would sound you know what it sound like every other fucking bullshit podcast that's yeah. out there of like because it's just it's the same things over and over again yeah and but nobody wants to hear that so of for your business and i'm gonna, I'm gonna draw a parallels for health because most of you guys are in the fitness business so i want to make sure that these things cannot be you cannot avoid all of these things clients as well. So I think it's important that we address both of them because fundamentally what is the first component of your of your ecosystem for success is in your business is your clients. Is your system set up for your clients to succeed? And now there's a lot of layers involved in this, right? But remember, a fish can only grow as big as its tank. Okay? The environment facilitates its growth. All right? Therefore, if your gym offers no coaching services, you just are just selling access and I have no problem with that, right? But just know that if you're just selling gym access, you have a very low likelihood just on its own of, of people succeeding in your gym. People can succeed in your gym. If we're looking from someone to go from a fitness-wise zero to a fitness place that maybe makes sense to them. If you already got fit, if you already got fit people and you're selling fitness to fit, fit people, great. I hope you have a lot of them in your area. You can have a cool spot. But those people still want progress too. Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do to facilitate their progress, and that starts with, the, my opinion, how you attract them is your marketing indicative of that, right? Is yeah. your products rooted in the success of your clients? Are your products built to make them actually succeed, right? Meaning, go over this all the time, Why? how are people having success without any nutrition changes, without fixing the actual habits that get them there? The other 23 hours, do you offer coaching in some of those regard, that regard? If you don't, by the way, maybe you can't fulfill it, nor do you care to. Do you at least have resources that they can use? Do you have recommendations? That, but if you don't want to do nutrition coaching, it's not a part of your thing. But can you at least pick fucking five people that do a good job then and just point them to them then? Don't even, I don't even, I don't care. But if people yeah. are going to succeed in your gym, that has, they need to make changes outside of the gym as well. And your place needs to be the place that they find that. To nurture that without that you're going to have a lot of people fail what if your coaching sucks your coaches don't connect with people people aren't interested they don't want to come back that's another recipe for them to not succeed um, if your coaches are disinterested uh, that's another recipe for them not to succeed if your coaches just if your programming sucks and people are getting hurt that's a problem people will not succeed they will not continue if your programming is just not effective that's another problem Right. Mm -hmm. And so each one of those things being off is going to fuck up your entire system. It will. Every one of those things is like um, 
you ever you ever see these uh they're like a completely self-contained ecosystem they do them like in a jar or whatever yeah. right or seals right yeah. but you get like one little bit of the wrong type of bacteria in there what happens it just molds over and will fucking destroy everything okay and this is what happens if you, this is I, we see this a lot out of franchise spots that kind of are are low effort is their reputation amongst the community is bad reputation for how they lock people into contracts is rough the reputation for people to go there they go oh, i never really got and it's like yeah because they're not they're not offering a service that is really going to nurture people from their starting point to where they want to be you're doing your best you can at a 30 dollars a month product but just know that that's where you sit in your market and i think that it's really important for gym owners to start to understand that your systems need to not just work for you financially but the ones that are going to work for you the best financially are also going to be the ones that give your clients the best chance to succeed. There's another, there's a bigger problem because like in the analogy of the self-contained ecosystem is, you know, like you can probably be able to break down like, ah, oh, fuck, like either we didn't sterilize the bottle like we didn't do something right. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a bunch of people coming and telling you what you did wrong. It, it, like it's, it, it's, um, if you go to a bone doctor, every problem you have has something to do with your bones, Yeah, right? The issue right now is when it comes to business is you have so many people where it's just like, oh, well, you're just not getting enough leads. Because I sell leads. Because it's like, well, I sell leads. So like yeah. we can fix this. Like I can fix this because I can get you better leads. And it's like there's an element here where it's there are elements of your business that are broken, but it's you don't know what it is. And so as you start to self-diagnose or there is something that's majorly like is a major issue, you just kind of bypass it. But it, yeah. it's for sure broken. So you spend a lot of time like, I don't know, updating your website or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So we talked about the your products, what they are, your services. Are they aligned with what people want? Then the question is your sales process work. Right? Does, does your sales process actually align the conversations you're having with new members? Does that align with them, your clients being successful? Does it also align with giving them a choice to really have ownership of their thing, which will increase their chances of success? So we always pitch the offer stack. Here's us selling the thing that one of the things that we do here as the solution, but it's <laughs> one of many things, right? Yeah. And so you then need to start to build a system where when someone comes in and they want, you know, I want to make a change, I know here's what I want to do. Here's the reasons I'm not able to achieve those things thus far. Do you have service? Then you present them with services that can get them from A to B. And if you're just like, yeah, I'll give you a key card. And, um, and then that's it. Well, how someone comes to you and says, I, I need to lose 80 pounds. I don't eat well. I don't know what to do. I need, I never really know what to do in the gym. I've had hundreds of these conversations. So I know this. Okay. I know this is what they're all, they're all going to say some version of that, or they're going to say, I know what I'm doing. Fucking awesome. And they're also lying. And they're definitely not awesome. But when you have a bunch of those conversations, you know that there are services that need to check those boxes for them. And if you don't offer them, one, you're missing out on an opportunity to make money because they would pay you for them. They just told you that they would do it. Therefore, this is for the success of your business as well, because there's a metric that matters a lot, which is your average sale price, monthly average, and also your client value per month for that person. And that increases the lifetime value of the client, which then means when you are getting leads and you are closing them, they're actually worth something to you. The ecosystem begins to feed itself. Mm -hmm. But too many people just dollar membership. Can, we, can you buy my $100 membership? And it's fucking, it's just, it's, it's not it. Okay. But if your sales process, then so let's say you're falling short, then you can troubleshoot your sales process. I think people want to introduce one thing. Our offer stack is not going to change anything. If your coaches suck or if, or if your products are bad. 
social media is bad, by the way, or what if it's bad and we come in and present an offer stack and you're not getting any leads, that's a problem too, right? Mm-hmm. So coming in, and but you can start to troubleshoot these things when you view them as systems that feed off of each other. And so yeah. you, but you do need to troubleshoot and then you do need to immediately address some of these issues because when you got a problem in the tank, there's a problem. Yeah. And so when we, we covered the offer stack stuff, we covered how they're being presented, covered client success. Accountability is a big one as well. And this is where we usually kind of fold in. How is your staffing? How is, how are you coaching mm-hmm. your staff? How are you coaching their relationship with the clients? Are you checking in with them? Not just showing them how to lift weights or telling, talking to them about other processes, but when you're checking in with your mem- your coaches, are you covering the other stuff they need to be doing? Are you, are you going, all right, how is Susie doing here? I know she's got a back issue. Are they reporting injuries? Yeah. Are they reporting client wins? Are they reporting difficult clients? Those are conversations. If you're not talking to your coaches, probably at least once, I'd say once a week, every other week at the, is the farthest out I would go. Okay. But like, you need to be having conversations with them about specific members. Okay. What are your, what are our big wins? What are our big troubles? Someone got any injuries, weird stuff, troubles that we're trying to do programming questions. Those are all good. Troubleshoot those things. Then it's what else do I need you to be doing? Are you talking to them about supplements? Are you talking to them about nutrition? Are you offering some of the other services that we have? As a service technician, when I would go to somebody's home to fix something, if I was not talking to them about the other things that we could do for them, mm-hmm. asking them questions about, oh, you're interested in, you know, got issues with humidity or you need a dehumidifier. What about wireless thermostats? You want thermostats you can store? You're interested in any stuff? If I am not, as the technician, most technicians want to show up and fix, move away. But your business may need more from your coaches than that. At the very least, some seeds need to be planted so that people can constantly know. And are you checking in with your coaches on that? Because if you're not, they're going to grow away from that. And that task is not going to get done. And that's going to start to create a hole in your system again. I think it's really important to call out either your technician example is someone could view that as you're just looking to try and make more money. Right. You're just you're just going to try and and um, just throw a bunch of stuff at somebody and see if they just buy more stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day. If I do want a humidifier, like if I do, if I if I do need some of these things if if I or if I am having a problem, I don't know that you have that solution for me that I want. So it's, it is flipping this concept that I think oftentimes, and we've talked about it before, but the idea of like sales and, and having a conversation that is, a, is yes, it's technically a sales conversation, but if they need it, it ends up just being a conversation to where it's, can I help you? Yeah. I'm already here. We already are, are doing something together. You're here. It's what are all the things like if you can't get them to tell you all the things, because most people don't even know, yeah. right? They don't know all the problems that they have, right? I don't know that I'm having problems X, Y, and Z until I am asked enough questions to where you allow that light bulb to click, or it's just straightforward, which is, hey, do you have this problem? Can I help you fix it? And then it becomes just that conversation. And if you've done it the right way, then it's very straightforward, which is, yes, I can help you fix it. As a matter of fact, I have this right here. 
And I think it's that 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 aversion to even be like, well, no, like it's I don't want to be put in a position where it makes somebody feel uncomfortable or I feel uncomfortable because yeah. now I have to have that conversation. That's and that's an important benefit, by the way, of actually having these conversations with your coaches about how to go about this, because if right. you just turn them loose, I'd like you to the, the people need to be coached and need to be trained. So developing your staff isn't just on teaching them how to teach the squat. A lot of times it's teaching them how do you have a conversation with somebody that's about their needs understand that they are they're paying you for a thing so like if someone in somebody's home it'll simply be we'll be talking about anything any other issues in the house uh it's winter times coming around the corner you ever get shocked by your outlets or anything like that when you touch the wall static come up in the winter things get dry oh yeah absolutely it's like well we can we have humidifier options if you'd like to see them they tend to take care of most of that no no thanks okay Move on. By the way, and and this was a thing that's really important. I didn't try to sell everything to anyone all the time, to everyone all the time. They say no about thing one. I'm probably not going to roll out thing two. Well, what have you thought about UV lights? Have you thought about? Can I get more specific? No. Super extreme air filter for that's not. You know, it's like no. If there's a door open, walk through it and talk to them about it. And I think that that's on the with your coaches. We do not expect your coaches to become great salespeople. I would like them to be salespeople at some point in Mm -hmm. some capacity. I think it's important that they be able to market themselves, sell themselves at the very least, be able to tell someone what it costs to work with them, show them their off an offer stack or whatever for their, their service for Christ's sake. It would be very nice if the coach that's going to be working with them is going to be the one talking to them about what they want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, again, but you need to train that stuff. Those things need to be developed. Otherwise, those conversations won't be had. And now that's a big hole in your system where you start to lose the opportunity for lots of internal sales. You're going to wonder why your supplements are just sitting on your shelf. And you go, I don't understand. People, only some people kind of buy them. The amount of gyms that I know could be making lots of money on supplements ethically that are choosing to make just whatever people just come by and grab off the shelf without it ever coming up in conversation, marketing, email, or otherwise is crazy. I would... 80% of the ones that we worked with for sure in the beginning are doing nothing supplement wise. If they have them, they just sit. Sure. Right? And say, okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I'd like to be making some more money. Well, could you just shoot out an email once in a while and say, Hey, we're or run a promotion every once in a while. We'll just do something to draw some attention to it. Cause if it has value, people will buy it. Yeah. And it says, it's not about being coercive. So that's on your, your staff stuff how do you keep your staff on task how do you make sure that your staff is nurturing the ecosystem right by making sure your clients have a chance of success which means the best chance for success is giving the opportunity to reinvest to move up your ladder and buy more valuable services they either are succeeding with the service they have now or they understand that they can spend more money to go with the service that gives them a higher chance to succeed or they can invest further in nutrition coaching supplements your clients succeeding and paying you money to do it is the the root this is the that's this is the photosynthesis of this goddamn operation <laughs> mitochondria whatever it's the powerhouse of the cell <laughs> it's the only thing i learned <laughs> okay but i think i think i think that that all of your other systems need to turn back inward to yeah. nurture that and 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 then you work on your external stuff once that's there your external stuff now should all be about that and that's how the feedback loop comes in. Meaning from the outside, I find this gym, it's 
boom, testimonials, before and after pictures, products that speak to the exact needs that I have, which is, yeah, I had to have a tough time. Like, like now there's products, there's ad copy, all of it starts to make sense for your social media stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're going to start running paid ads, if you're going to do partnerships and things like this, it's very easy to get partnerships out in your community. It's very easy to have a good reputation in your community when you're the place that people go and it changes their life for the better. And they are fit and they're healthy and everyone around them knows. And the issue is, is that it's inverted right now, right? The industry has this ecosystem, this model. I'm going to get a, we're going to get a fucking, um, a graphic or a visual for this because it's right now, what you've just described, Tyler, is stuff that it's, it's completely on its head. We're yeah. so focused on these, what's the marketing, what's the social media, what's this and this, and we dedicate a lot of time talking about that as well. Cause that is what's talked about, but it's it, when you get into the gear, when you start working with us one-on-one, you realize very quickly, we do, we flip that bitch upside down and we drill in very, very quickly and efficiently. What are your products and services? How are you selling? And how do we get this stuff broken out so that you can start having that feedback loop? Because it's otherwise you just end up feeding yourself shit. You're Everyone gets focused. Flailing around mm-hmm. is the big problem. And in regards to client success, there's more to it than just injury prevention. There's more to it than just PRs, right? It's, it's, it is the whole thing. And so, so many people get hung up on one. John and I spent a lot of time in the fitness education space. And so it's teaching people how to move, injury yeah. prevention, prevention, muscles, this and that, and all this other shit. But where does that bake in? How do you sell that? How does that work into your larger system? Are these people actually having success for the things that they showed up to have success for? Someone shows up to lose 30 pounds and you make the whole thing about their shoulder because they have daddy issues or some fucking nonsense. Fuck off. Okay. You need to make it about what they, what they're there to do. Can you help them? All the, so you end up with people that focus very much on coaching quality and movement and it misses. They think that that is making it about the client and it's not, it's making it about you as a coach. And it's, it's, it's not taking them where they want to go. It's giving, it's telling them that that is the excuse yeah. that you're going to use and that they're going to use for not getting there. Okay. So you, so your system then cannot help them succeed. You're just helping them fail and looking smart in the process, which is a big problem that we see very, very often when coaches who care about coaching, but coaching, the way they look at it very often is just about them. It has very little to do with the outcomes that the clients want. If you cannot give the people what they want, the people are not going to tell people that they got it from you. There is no outward message. There is no noise in your community. If the, someone comes and wants to, needs to lose 100 pounds, wants to lose 50, and they still need to lose 100 pounds a year later, but they like you, okay, that's not going to pay the fucking bills, okay? That, that'll work. that person may stay with you, but that is not the feedback loop that we want, okay? And I think this is important because we're talking about like it's it's – if you're hungry for more, right? As gym owner, if you're hungry to, to be able to achieve more than feeling like you're breaking even, because it's, if I'm talking to a gym owner, that's a 24 hour location that has a, a, a general membership, that's right. 45, $50, right. It's, you're going to get just tons of people that are going to come in. And the more than likely, you're probably not going to be able to have significant success if that's all you sell for my CrossFit and functional fitness people, right? This is your group class, right? So as we all knew very quickly, when we met, 
unanimously all made the same mistake with the soft gym math, which I only needed so many members and that I would be rich and everything would be great. And I would have group classes and that would be it. And you realize that's not enough. So that client success, like it's, you have to have something that's more that's tied to that client success to be able to provide like more, more education, more to be able to do personal training, to be able to help those people that do need to be able to experience that next level success. Because if I'm somebody that needs to lose 70 pounds, but I'm just like, well, I just need the $10 membership to go to planet fitness. You're not saving that person. So, so, but there is those people that do need the help. And if you don't have the means and the ability to put it right in front of them and give them the opportunity to step through the door to make lifelong lasting change, the way Megan every year has a fucking client that loses 50 goddamn pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And what the other interesting thing is she will fire clients who aren't doing the things outside the gym. That's the other thing. You people, if if there's excuses that pop up, the first thing that happens, Megan's one of our personal training uh, personal trainers that runs our system from since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Meaning, she has made very high level money from her first client, her first hour makes more not than not virtually, not this virtually is in personal. Yes, it's all yeah, in person, in, personal training. Yeah. And so, but but in doing so, just setting the standard high immediately, she's dealing with people willing to pay to succeed, which means now. There is actually success coming through the door. You you try you try to charge twenty bucks an hour, like you you be one of those twenty dollar personal trainers, or or only do thirty minute sessions and just kind of turn and burn and run people through. Um, you are going to have a lot of people not making getting any results, and that covers a lot of ground in your community. Okay, be expensive, do a good job, be thorough, hold people accountable, don't deal with any bullshit. If someone comes to you and has a life. This is, these are life impacting changes. Most people yeah. will never lose 70, 80 pounds in their life. Yeah. Truthfully, won't ever. They'll keep putting it on and they will need to lose it. Most will never lose 50 pounds ever. Never. So that is a, that is a, in my opinion, a life impacting achievement as much as a graduation, a marriage, any of those things, right? That is a, that is a landmark achievement in somebody's life. That's worth fucking money. Okay. For sure. And I don't fucking do that for $20. I don't do that for $40. I don't do that for $60. Okay. That costs a lot of money. And there's a lot of variables that go into that level of success and you're going to do it or I'm not going to work with you because it's a, my effort for any amount of money does not go down that drain. And it's super important. So she'll, she'll have once in a while you get a client who just insists that they know what they're going to, what they need to do to eat. And it's like, no, you're 140 pounds overweight. Okay. You don't get to decide you're paying me because you, you want to do this. I'm going to help you do this, but you're going to do the things I tell you to do. And the moment they start deviating or they say they're doing it, you know, they're lying because very often in these cases, you're dealing with mental illness. You say, all right, you're going to track everything you eat for now and you're going to do it for the next week or else I'm going to give you the rest of your money back. But I better see every single thing that you eat. Sometimes they get it. Sometimes they don't, but yeah, I don't, I don't deal in allowing people to fail. Not on my watch. So you're either lying to me, you're not with me on this project, we cut it loose, you're out. Problem solved, right? But there's a big, that, that is maybe a bit further than you need to go in your gym, okay? But there's that, that principle that like you, you can absolutely need to cover all of those bases because you, guys, in her case, the reason is it's always food. It's always people outside the gym stuff. So what does she have to do? She needs them to comply. They right. need to comply. Or it doesn't work. This is what they're there to do. So if you are not willing to be firm and to truly coach, John, the best coaches you had, Swamp Kings, 
Let's go. The best coaches you had are not nice. They're not <laughs> sweet to you. They demand more out of you, and that's how they get it, right? Yeah. An absolute mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe for your business or as a personal trainer that you need to be a dick. But right. there are moments you need to be firm on when people are wrong. They're insisting they're right. They're right. They or they simply want to be argumentative, or they're setting themselves up to fail. Right. Okay? And someone who has is a hundred pounds overweight has allowed themselves to ignore reality for a very long time. And if at that moment they're still defending the way that they are eating, they're out of their goddamn mind. And you need to make that very clear to them. Okay. And when you do that, when they have that realization, that's when you get more out of them. You have code. You've had coaches that have. Just beat you down, push you hard. Like, like really the best coaches that I've ever had in any sport were the ones that expected the most out of me and took no shit from me and were very firm because the ones that I could kind of push around a little bit, John got nothing out of me. Of course. I made no improvements. It was, yeah, well, here I am fucking just awesome. The ones who were like, no, that ain't going to work. Fuck. And, and, but you got, sometimes you got to ride people to, to across the finish line. Sometimes you got to dig the spurs in a little bit. And, and be unwavering with that. And this isn't just with your clients, right? This is, goes back to like, it's, it goes back with how your staff as well. Yeah. Right. If you, if you're not holding your staff accountable, if you don't hold right, it, how you communicate and the language that you use with your staff and how, what those, we talk about expectations a lot. The expectations come through leading by example for you as the gym owner is what are the expectations that you set for yourself? What are the expectations you set for the business? And then how is that then being translated out to your staff? Again, it's these, this is that ever infinite loop, this infinite feedback loop that allows you to have essentially infinite amounts of success if you maintain kind of that house in order yeah. and it seems everything being built on the foundation of client success if if you have five clients who need to lose a pound a week right At the end of each month if you're checking with coaches and they're not there you can make these corrections right now you can make the corrections you can have the conversations with the clients you, you are checking in on that data you know because this is what the clients have asked these systems need to exist in your business though to do this or these tasks need to be done by you if they're not now you end up with somebody who like a lot of gyms i see that are running coached products dude like coached classes and shit like this with people that have been there for three years and they're as heavy as they've ever been yeah, there's fucking the ymca runs a, a gym in town here like everybody's is the biggest i've ever seen them and they've been yeah. going there for four years. Well, are you, hey, I get it. You're selling community. Wonderful. But that does, that's not a good look. And I think these people would be happier if you helped them more. If you really figured it out, help them figure it out. But there's no conversation about it. And that's the problem. You need right. to sit down and you need to go, okay, well, they're not getting heavy. We talked to them about food. Do we need to make some changes? What's going on? Is this happening to them? Because they need to know, hey, we're behind schedule here. What's going on? Okay. This doesn't why people treat it differently when it's a person that when they do with your job, John, if you're underperforming at your job and you're not closing deals and you are costing your business money, mm-hmm. there's going to be a conversation. Like, Hey, what the For fuck sure. are you doing? Yeah. Get back online, dude. Let's go. Okay. And sometimes people just need to feel that because especially on the client success side of things, very often these people are just ignoring. They're like, yeah, just put blinders on. Don't think about it. Well, let's go back here. I'm here to help. I like, I care, but there's somebody else who's noticing this. Now we want, we need to fix this. What can we do to help this? A bad coach, a bad boss brings you in and says, you're fucking up. You need to figure it out. You need to do better. 
and get the fuck out of my office. Yeah. Right. That's a bad coach. That's a bad boss. What should happen is you're fucking up. They still call you on the carpet for it. And then we put in some fucking parameters that we can start to follow that will then allow me to not fuck up as much anymore. So go back to if, if you were fucking up in the classroom and you could not do well and your grades were shit, it's you had to go to the office of student learning and have a goddamn tutor be with you. And you had to clock 30 hours a week because you were red and it sucked because you went to practice, you went to class and then you lived at this goddamn building with a tutor until your grades got better. And then you do that and you had to check in. And if you didn't check in, then you got punished. And then eventually you get yellow lighted. Now you only got to be there for 20 hours. And then you eventually get green lighted, which is still free. It doesn't matter. You got your shit together because you showed that you can like, it's, it's those action items, those action steps that then lead to the desired output. It just can't be. And so this is where it's, you can't have. At its root, that is what coaching is, by the way. I think that's important when people are hiring a coached product. This this goes beyond, I guess, your 24-hour gyms and things like that. But when people are paying for a coached product, you know, this is, I don't remember who had pointed this out to me many years ago, but the the origin of the term coach is from the term, the word stagecoach, which is that is a person who is there to bring you from point A to point B, here to get you here. Coaching is how I get you there. That coach, the situation you just described is, hey, I need you to not be a fuck up. I need you to also they need you to be good in school because if someone's not a school is slipping, you start going out and murdering people in the streets and shit like this. Hashtag Swamp Kings. And 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 so you need to hold people accountable on these little details because then in a larger in a larger view. That is so. Uh, let's be honest, John. A lot of the things in the Swamp King th- things things reflect very poorly on the University of Florida. A lot of the outcomes in the end of this, meaning in the grand scheme of things, had they kept everybody in line and still performed well, you would have got all of these success without all of the absolute madness, madness, and multiple homicides. Okay, sure, <laughs> right. But there's some failures in there, and the ecosystem, the system, just starts failing, flailing around. So yeah. that's the success side, I guess, for your gym, for your coaches. You you need to understand that client success sits at the root of that, and from there, everything else, you're shining a light on that. That is attractive to people. Okay, you're selling an experience, you're selling good coaching, expertise, fun, all of it. But it needs to be rooted in those things actually are achievable. Those things go on in here. Not just here's a gym, here's our address, here's what our coaches look like, here's our logo. Like it just none of that stuff is as important. Is if everyone in your gym is having success, you can almost stop advertising. Yeah, you you absolutely can. I don't also encourage, but no, but, it, but it, still market. But this and it is it's it's one of those it's one of those things where it just is. A lot of you have you've you've tried just selling whatever that base membership is. You've been doing it for years. Yeah. And you are now trying to figure out how the fuck are you going to get out of just that same old, same old repeatable process where it just is, man, we're just breaking even. We try something new. We get a little bit ahead, but then we're a little bit back because we lose some people. And it just is you never quite can get ahead. It's always one step forward, two steps back. And there is a recipe to fix it. And it is simple to fix it. You just don't see it because you're being distracted by pure and utter nonsense bullshit that doesn't matter. And yeah. and so that is, that's where it's constantly us hitting these things of being like, there's a better way. 
And you can't just coach better. Your products need to align with it. Your marketing needs to attract people who really want change. By the way, if I'm selling a lot of weight loss of stuff and I'm trying to attract just powerlifters looking for their next meet, that ain't going to work either, right? So there is a matter of making sure that your marketing is aligned with those things, your products, your sales process, your staffing, your coaching, your programming, all of those things need to be focused on what can give people the best chance to succeed. And then all you really got to do is price and arrange things in a way that makes sure the business is successful. That's it. Everything else works on it, but don't just start shoving people into a system that sucks and doesn't get people results and isn't really profitable for you for you as it sits now. Just turning the volume up on shitty music is still shitty music, dude. You know what I mean? So um, another thing about this that I think is that I, I mentioned this before for any gym wants to take us up on this. I would I would I would love for somebody to do this. You want to have the best promotion you got to put a little bit of effort into this, but say, I want to shave a thousand pounds off my community. That's how I'm looking for 50 people to lose 20 pounds this year or more. Right. Mm-hmm. Do the math on that, whatever that needs to be. But, but like, can you do that? Are you tracking this with your client? Like how much weight have your clients lost over the course of years? If you're listen again, if you're selling fitness to fit people, great. There's plenty of fit people. There's a lot more than aren't. So if your business is trying to grow, I like being positioned in a marketplace that has an endless potential for growth. Mm-hmm. So getting good at helping people lose weight, and that again, a thousand pounds or a ton, double it up if you got enough. But I'd love to see a gym do that promotion. If anyone's out there willing to do it, do it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the marketing. I'd love to see the whole thing. Okay. I think, I think that's, and once you accomplish that in a year, you're it's your next year's a fucking breeze because everyone sees the people walking around town. They saw them before they see them after that's a lot of people. But if your focus is that, Man, is that going to crush? So again, turn your focus of more leads to how can I make more people be successful? And that's not about coaching people for free. That's actually about getting them to invest more. That's getting them to invest more in nutrition coaching. That's covering the bases inside, outside the gym, making sure they're held. That is a more thorough, higher value, more expensive product, first off, which should make you more money up front. This isn't about just giving shit away. Okay. But make that your focus if you're into that type of thing. And I think that that will change your gym forever. I'll do you one better. Tyler said he wants to hear from you to do it. Why don't you message Tyler? Message we'll do it with you. We'll do you. We'll do it with you. I would love, I would love if somebody wants to do this and they just feel like they don't have that. They're like, I don't even know where the fuck I would start, but that sounds awesome. And I've yeah. just been looking right. for an excuse to fucking work with those guys. It's, here's your excuse. Reach out to Tyler. Everybody reaches out to Tyler. Nobody reaches out to John. I know. Don't reach out to John. Just Don't reach re- out to Tyler. At Tyler F and Stone on Instagram, you can message. It's my my shit rings a little better. It's, it's so. more fun. It's more yeah. fun to message you. <laughs> message you. Yes, I guess. So yeah, let's talk about it. If that's a project you want to do, like let's fucking go. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do it because you got to remember for John and I, this is this is why we're in this thing. We're doing this to help gym owners do the right thing and make sure that they can make the money doing it. Because if you don't make any fucking money, you ain't helping anybody over the long term. And I don't know what world you're walking around in, but there's plenty of people that can use some good coaching and uh, getting in a little better shape. So you want help, shoot us a message. Shoot me a message on Instagram at Tyler F and Stone. John's just giving away my services here. Just don't message John at J Banks. Whatever you do, don't message John. Keep an eye out for the the walk-on podcast, and it's going to be on John's thing here. Uh, And watch Swamp Kings start now and start getting caught up with a walk-on podcast for the companion episodes it's going to be fucking great so thanks everybody go to the gear uh what is it do we have your what is it uh, gym owners revolution.com join the facebook group we got too many urls so i don't even know join the facebook group gym, gym owners revolutions in the description follow the show at gym owners podcast on instagram uh john is jbanks fl i am tyler f and stone 
see you guys later.